Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave, Dave. and Mahoney. And thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first, Sarah Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, you've heard the old saying when you go into a store, you've probably even seen signs that say something along the lines of, if you break it, you buy it. I've seen those before, yeah. yes. Um, this is a new one. There's kind of a, kind of a twist on that. It's, uh, if you break it, you die on it. What do you mean? Uh, there is a gas station clerk in Texas who told a man that he wasn't allowed to come into the store that she was working at, Mm -hmm. and there was some sort of verbal altercation, and that's when the man broke a jar of salsa inside of the store before walking out. It better not have been old El Paso. You know, I I bet it was one of those moves where he was making eye contact with her. And just slowly, no, slowly slid it off the shelf. and Like a cat or a toddler? And there's no good way to clean up salsa. Has that ever happened to you, like where you've dropped a a jar of salsa or spaghetti sauce or something? You're like, do I sweep it up? Why are are those in glass I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Plastic would be just Just fine fine. for any sort of salsa delivery, uh, you know, containment system well she is salsa delivery containment system yeah yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> uh she for short for short she uh she was none too pleased by okay. this move that this man i had can pulled. imagine and so she uh followed him outside okay went to her vehicle as you do got her gun as you and do. shot at him twice fair this is a fair trade. Uh, she missed it both times <laughs> maybe work on maybe hit the range yeah. a little bit more uh-huh you know, but I mean, when you're when when you're there, you got a full time job. It's hard to train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's spending so much time at the old convenience store. But uh, did she get in trouble for this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Charged with uh, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. You cannot do that. Mm. I like. What that did she, he like, get charged with though? Um, nothing that I know of. Maybe he got charged with trespassing. I'm not sure, but I don't assault. know. Assault. Okay, I could. Trying. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a stretch. Way big, way, big stretch there. <laughs> <laughs> some, uh, some good news today as well. Uh, how about this? I mean, uh, Mahoney, you've been a big proponent so, of the Salsa years. and battery? Okay. I don't know if I would have gone back to that. But, yeah. uh, you've been a big advocate over the years of supporting charities uh, that fight Alzheimer's disease. Absolutely. Yep. And this is fantastic news, I think, for all of us. What's that? Viagra lowers the risk of Alzheimer's. Give me all by, Viagra. By how much? Sixty nine percent. Is that a real stat? It's a real stat. Even even if it was sixty eight percent or seventy percent, we got to meet in the middle there. Uh, new research suggests that sure enough, Viagra can de- de- decrease the risk of developing Alzheimer's by sixty nine percent. Nice. The research found the medication has a direct effect on brain health and significantly reduces the toxic proteins that cause dementia. So with that in mind, I pose this question to you. Is Viagra single-handedly, with this new information, or perhaps even without, the greatest thing ever invented? It's up in there, In the Dan. pharmaceutical world. I mean, outside of penicillin? Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty close. I mean, it raises some things. It lowers others. And, uh, <laughs> and we're gonna- everyone's happy and here I to mean, party. I mean, was there a scientist out there who was like, you know what? 
F Alzheimer's, and then somebody's like, I got an idea. <laughs> Some guy walks in, he's like, I'm ready to F anything. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. So let me tell you how fun being a parent is, Mahoney. Uh, my night last night, jeez. <laughs> I, I, I will say this happened, much, the, the child that is involved shall remain nameless because I do not want to embarrass them, okay. and I don't want this recording to follow them around for their entire life. Okay. But, you know, sometimes the kids in the middle of the night will get up and they'll, like, come into our room and hop into bed or whatever. That's a pretty cute, normal thing. Yeah, it's yeah, cute. Yeah. How often is that, you know, you, you, you've you embraced that because you know that there's a finite yeah. amount of time I, that I exists. Don't, I don't love it. In the actual moment, because like you're getting kicked out of your own bed, and it's just you yeah, know, there's limbs everywhere, and, and you like to sleep. I, I, I need my sleep, man. Yeah. I need my sleep. But so, but you're right. I, I embrace it because I know that that is a short window of time when that happens, and I'm sure that I'll miss it when it stops happening. Exactly. Uh, but one of the kids crawled into bed last night, and there was already another child in bed, and so there was a lot of lot of human bodies around, and both my wife and I. We're startled awake because one of the kids sneezed. Oh no! And sharted. <laughs> <laughs> A snort. A snort. A snort. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where the child goes, "Uh oh!" <laughs> oh god! I had to get up at three oh eight in the morning to change <laughs> to change underwear. Because it was a mess. Well, <laughs> a life lesson, kid. That Never is, trust a snort. That is definitely my child. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. What would you say is the longest time you put off a health emergency? You know, like I, I once waited three days until I had my dislocated wrist looked at. Message deleted. I mean, that seems aggressive because your wrist, if it's actually dislocated at that time. I've dislocated one thing ever. It was my thumb. And that sucked. And I needed to, uh, I immediately uh, got that bitch put back in. So uh, you you remember when I was in Chicago and I slipped on that icy sidewalk yeah. and I I think it was a pretty like severe high ankle sprain but I wasn't sure if I broke it or whatever but probably would have been better if you would have broke it probably yeah. I was I was flying out the next day and I was just like what, 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 am I going to go to the hospital tonight when you you're know? out of town I'm out of town no, and so you don't want to go to an out-of-town. but like hobbling through the airport. Had to have him put me in a wheelchair Dude, and drive me around. The little uh, NFL cart. <laughs> I should have a little beep beep with the with the, with the spinning light. That's yeah, right. Man. Yeah, I love that thing. <laughs> put a towel over my head. Give the, everyone in the audience a thumbs up. I mean, we're we're at that point though. We we're, we're going to start needing. Um, what are the uh, a pro, uh, proctology or uh, a prostate exam? Oh know. yeah. I mean, we. I'm probably going as soon as we get insurance again. <laughs> I wonder when that's going to happen. Uh, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna schedule that for for next year. Probably. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Should I, should just wanna, we, I just want to be because I can't be healthy. Should we? Should we go together? I mean, we could. We hold I mean, hands. That, that doctor's got two hands. Sure. I, don't, I think they use it like a, a snake now. Like oh, a basic, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe we. Could. At some point, the doctor's like, "Can we stop with this finger in everyone random dude's b hole?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
but the longest I ever put anything off was when I had COVID. And uh, yeah. it wasn't the, the COVID that got me. It was the ground glass opacity pneumonia uh-huh. that while I was thinking the COVID breaks at day number seven, uh, the pneumonia was setting into my lungs. And Super, uh, yeah. then I, I got, you know, that was a whole, you know, three-month process of uh, getting back to uh, to health. You're, uh, Why our ratings were never higher <laughs> when I was off the show for that amount of time. I don't know. Your uh, your teeth. Uh, don't you I still? I did 10 years. I did 10 years I did 10 years without going to a dentist as well. And then I became friends with a dentist, and he literally dragged me in. And then I had eight hours of uh, uh, root canals. Uh-huh. Uh, so now I go, like, quarterly. Yeah, you, you go to the dentist more than anyone I know. Yeah. And yet my teeth are still yellow. Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, Mahoney, what's up, man? I uh, see your diet is pretty garbage nowadays with the bang bangs and the chicken pot pies and hitting up Arby's a couple of times a week. When's the last time you had some blood work done, man? Got to check on that cholesterol. Just looking out for you, dog. Let me know. Message deleted. I, I appreciate you looking out for me, dog. And you know what? I'm on a stand, baby. So let's let's go. Let's hey, go, man. Let's go crazy. Don't you don't you sit here and, and shame him. He, he it is the holidays. Let the man live. Uh, no, I mean I go. I get actually again like dentist dentistry since I got out of the hospital two years ago. It's we just passed that two year mark. Uh, not yeah, too long ago. Yeah. That feels like a lifetime. It ago, does. Man. Uh, but I go get blood work done quarterly. I was at I was at my doctor's office maybe a week or two ago, uh-huh. getting uh, like results of my blood work done, and shockingly, they're like, "You are very healthy." You're like, they're like, "You got to well, lose like fifteen pounds, fifteen twenty pounds. You'll be great." But outside of that, everything else looks great. Which I don't know if good for you. I don't know if that's like they're like everything's just so bad that they're just celebrating that like you know they're like just let him enjoy his last couple of days. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. So when are we going to have a Dave and Mahoney chess boxing championship? Message deleted. Yeah, nah. I mean, I like the boxing. I feel part like more I than could be, I could feel. I, I feel like I would take you in chess. I, I, my brother loved playing chess when I was growing up. My older brother. Yeah. And I just never You're had like the patience nerd. for it. What if we played Stratego? I've never lost a game of Stratego in my life. I've never played a game of Stratego. Do you, in my do you life. even know what Stratego I is? Have no idea what Stratego it's, is. It's a producer, George. Do you know what Stratego is? Not a clue. Really? Yeah. You I, non-board game playing I, fools. I, I, I used to be in board game. I might have played it once, but I have no remembrance of what it actually it, is. It was always Monopoly. We played Life. We played Stratego. Risk. Is, takes it to a whole new level. Oh yeah. Because you've got like basically, it's kind of like Guess Who meets Risk. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, really, that I feel Weird. like that one didn't take off. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. So you know the people that I'm talking about, Mahoney, when I talk about the pet parents that take it super, super seriously. In fact, the, the, the people that treat their pets better than most people treat their actual kids. I mean, I'm not mad at that at all, man. I, I love that people have the capacity to love. And if it's a I'm baby or a dog, and sometimes dogs are so much easier to love than children because <laughs> children talk. Yeah, children talk back. Yeah. Dogs don't talk back. No. Um I used to be kind of annoyed by it, you know, when I would see somebody like pushing their dog around in a stroller through the middle of a casino or something. It's I'm like, annoying what are you doing? if they're blocking away, right? You know, but I don't care. But if, then, you're, if you're being respectful of everybody else around you, then so be it. I do I, feel like it, it is growth on my part because I'm very much kind of aligned with you now, where I'm like, you know what? 
maybe they weren't able to have kids. Maybe, you know, they lost someone that's important to them, and this dog is, they're showering some other thing other than themselves with love, and that's kind of a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, if you're just not annoying to me about it. Same thing that goes for your kids and whatever. Just don't make your stuff my stuff, and we're cool. Yeah. But tell me if you think this is taking it too far. Uh, we've actually had this guy on the show a number of times over the years. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fluffy. Yeah. Fluffy. Yeah. A very funny comedian. Uh, he loves his dog to the point where he threw his dog uh, a quinceanera. Okay. And, is this dog 13? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think so. Uh, it's just a four-pound little little dog. Okay. And he went all out with this quinceanera. Uh, there was about 300 guests who attended the party. As you do. Uh, they also were encouraged to bring their small dogs to the party. Uh, Reese's party also included a band. That's the dog's name. Uh, a DJ, uh, somebody playing violin, giant robot men, uh, circus performers. They also had some people from America's Got Talent that were there performing. All in. Because they're available. All in, he spent over $100,000 on his dog's quinceanera. Sure. I mean, that's whatever. I, I all we, What we've learned over the years, like the, I didn't understand it when I was younger because I, I remember watching like my super sweet 16 on MTV when it first came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. When I was like 20 and I'm like, what are the, like these, the, what is, this is ludicrous. And I'm like, you're just giving this kid all this stuff. And then I, at the time, I didn't realize it was just the parents. This is them showing off for their friends. That's exactly what it is. That's all you're yeah. doing. So no one would think that this is weird if Gabriel Iglesias just threw a party at his house and invited a bunch of producers that he was trying to get something yeah. out of. Instead, he makes headlines because he throws this $100,000 party for his dog, and it sounds awesome. Is his dog a chihuahua? I believe it's a chihuahua. So I hope this is a audition for Beverly Hills Chihuahua number four. Has there been three? There have been three. Have you and seen them? I would, uh, uh, I mean, star-studded cast, Dave. Uh, Drew Barrymore. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow. Ernie sounds- Hudson. Winston from uh, sure. Ghostbusters, if mm-hmm. you're not familiar. Piper Parabo. And obviously the voice of the Beverly Hills Chihuahua would be uh, somebody who we can't stand, George Lopez. Oh, George Kidney Lopez. Kidney-stealing son of a bitch. Uh, so if it's Fluffy who's going to be taking over the, the voice... I am I I am here for it. Anything to take money away from George Lopez. Can we find a way to take that kidney his wife gave him and give it back to her? Because that's... Are you saying you want to kidnap George Lopez and take a kidney? Yeah. All right, I'm on board. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. There is a certain person. So vile, so arrogant. A middle ground between horrible and useless. A culinary and retail nightmare. A person who we call... Karen. These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? The Karen lifestyle is one that demands respect. And if you don't give the respect that these Karens and Darrens deserve, they're going straight to the internet with a strongly worded review. Dave, they will tear down your business one keystroke at a time. We are living inside the Karen sense. These... Karen Chronicles today are all super entitled big box customers. Oh, no. <laughs> As if a single review Dave, is going to take Dave, down. We don't, we don't slut shame around here. <laughs> As if a single review is going to take down a Target or a Whole Foods, but they're trying. Hey, every thousand mile journey, 
starts with just one step. Uh, the first one is Target in Las Vegas. Okay. 4.1 out of 5. 715 reviews. A lot of reviews for a Target. Jocelyn V said 5 out of 5. The staff here is always friendly and attentive. Stores clean and items easy to find. John C. said 5 out of 5. I got stuck in a store scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a scooter at Target. Now really? that you think of it. Yeah, yeah, no. But for some reason, an entire fleet every time you go to Walmart. A thousand times. Uh, Victor, who was in the electronic department, was very helpful. He actually pushed me to the register and then pushed me to my car. Oh, that nice? that's very... I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. All right. All right. Darren did not have a great experience. He said, one out of five stars. I will never shop at Target again. I tried placing an online order only to find out that the item on the website was sold out and the website kept crashing because of the huge demand for it. I called the store, and after repeatedly being hung up on, they finally picked up and said, we ain't got none of that, and hung up on me again. Online chat told me restock would be in two weeks, so here I am with nothing for all of my efforts. I'll shop elsewhere. I've canceled all my online pre-orders and deleted my account. Good luck without me, Target. I uh, I like whoever the customer service representative was. It was like, we ain't got none of that here. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Darren. I bet. Uh, <laughs> I bet his profile. He's got his. Uh, I bet he's got uh, Ray Bans on. Oh, <laughs> or not yeah. Ray Bans. Excuse me, Oakleys. 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 White Oakleys. <laughs> White Folkleys. Uh, so this next one is for a Whole Foods in Lafayette. 4.3 out of 5 stars, 472 reviews. Norma A. said 5 out of 5. Their salad bar and hot meal bar is awesome. They also have the best prosciutto brands. Love this place. Ooh, I love prosciutto. Ooh, who doesn't? Michael B. said 5 out of 5. Always great produce, cheese, beers, wine. What else is there? Sounds like a wonderful place. Karen W. said 1 out of 5 stars. Insane prices. Went there the other day, and three ounces of juice cost $5 a bottle. What's in there? George Washington sweat? They also carry knockoff Girl Scout cookies. Trust me, their minty thins and smiling savannas are nowhere near the real thing. And avoid shopping on Sunday afternoon at all costs. Complete mess inside with many dairy and produce products completely sold out. Carts are all gone, left haphazardly throughout the parking lot. Apparently, the customers can't be bothered to put them back themselves. I mean, it's it's a weekend, Karen. Yeah, at it's a, grocery a Sunday store. At, at Whole Foods. It's going to be busy. Like, lady. people get done with church. That's where they do. Mm-hmm. They go to the grocery store. We got one more for you, and this is also, also a, uh, a George store. Washington sweat. That's what you would think would be $5 for three ounces. What a weird if thing. If we had five ounces of George Washington sweat... And we could get that for $5? Yeah, yeah. That seems like a great deal. That's a bargain. I mean, we can't even get Twitch streamer fart bathtub water for that kind of price. We got to pay like, Jordan, what is it? Like it's like 80 bucks a bottle, dollars wasn't it? A, a jar or something? Eight, yeah, about 80 to $100 for a, a small jar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, your birthday just passed, too. Could have yeah. got <sighs> Next year. Next, next year. Next, next year, year, that's what we got. Yeah. No, I thought there was a no gift rule. We'll make an exception. Ah. Oh. You're the new one. Streamer bathtub water. So yeah. yeah, maybe maybe this will be your 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 introductory gift. And last but not and least, then we'll charge you like uh, Columbia House. We'll ratchet up the price. Uh, the the final one here is for a Sprouts in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's got four point three out of five stars, seven hundred and five reviews. Dude, Sprouts is the most. Their price is out of control. I paid nine dollars for a loaf of bread at Sprouts. That's on you, man. I didn't know That's how much it was. I just grabbed a loaf of bread, and then when $9? I was checking out, it was it was Dave's. 
killer bread. $9. I mean, catchy name. I went to my wife, and I'm like, is this normal? She's like, no, you, you're just an idiot and don't ever shop at Sprouts uh, without me ever again. William C. said five out of five, the best option for a great selection of high-quality produce at great prices. I love loading up on three bags of veggies for 20 bucks. Sarah E. said five out of five, the only place in town that has my bulk dark chocolate almond clusters in stock. Since one and a half to two pounds of these delicious clusters seem to disappear from my stash each month, I always buy 15 to 20 pounds at a time. Damn! <laughs> Get it, Sarah E. Um, and finally, Karen, not a great experience, said one out of five stars. I was walking up to where the chicken is in the open fridge display, and a shopper with a small grocery cart put it right in my way. He didn't move it. He just stood there looking at his phone, swiping with his stupid thumb. I scoffed, and he glanced at me, and then returned to his phone. <gasps> I tried calling over one of the deli boys, but they were useless. Ah! <laughs> One looked all dazed and confused like he'd been token it up in the back. The man eventually moved his cart, but the whole ordeal struck a nerve and left me with nothing. Sprout should pay me for my wasted time, and then maybe you'll get the pleasure of me returning. Dude, I love those mini carts so much. <laughs> I love them deli boys. Call or text us at 833 yo and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, Slammer, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash, Dave and Mahoney. So they made the big announcement, Mahoney, that they are going to keep the two hosts off the air from Good Morning America while they complete their internal investigation. I now, hate these are this Two consenting so adults that were having a relationship, uh-huh. and they are acting like they're the morality police because apparently they were both separated, but that wasn't good enough for them. And so they're, they're yanking them off the air and potentially throwing their entire career that they've worked so hard for on the trash heap. Again, two consenting adults should be able to do what two consenting adults want to do unless it's, like, actually at the office. Like, what's what's your problem, you creeps? Also, this is done more in a positive way to make me interested in Good Morning America than anything else really ever has. Listen to how seriously they take themselves. So Kim Godwin, who is the president of ABC News, fired off an email to staffers updating everyone uh, that they're not going to be returning to the anchor's desk for the time being. This is the uh, the quote. I want to take a moment to address the ongoing matter involving Good Morning America anchors TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. I understand that the continuing coverage can be distracting from the incredibly important work our team does Shut here up. at ABC News. Shut up. And so I, I decided to do some research to see what sort of incredibly important work that they're doing on Good Morning Especially America. Especially in hour three. So some of the most recent posts that they have up uh-huh. on their social media, okay, uh, eco-friendly gift wrapping ideas. I mean, that's very important work. Super that doing, important Dave. work that you're doing. Super important. Uh, another video. Can I exercise when I have a cold? I mean, Dave, these are questions that the world needs answers to. Can you, in fact, exercise when you have a cold? Did you, did you click on that and read it? I did not. Oh, well. <laughs> I think that you should just decide if you want to exercise or not when you have a cold. And the answer um, was one click away with Good, Good Morning America, Dave. Kitten doesn't approve of Christmas tree with umbrella base. And you might, you actually might appreciate this one. Uh, trans, I mean, transforming powdered donuts into festive donut snowmen. I mean, that is <laughs> something that is right up my alley. Very important work. We can't have two consenting adults having sex uh, away from work when we, we have to be focused on whether or not the kitten does it approve of the Christmas tree base or not. This kind of reaction to be so ultra, like, progressive and woke that you, like... They were in a relationship, and now their jobs are gone. Like, is there anything that's, like, almost more kind of 
you know, you're, you're as it's you puritanical. said, the, the, it's mur- ridiculous. The, the, the morality police like you, you're we are over here watching like and judging other people what you don't know anything about their private lives. Right. And is it affecting their personal lives? No, because this was going on since August. And then some creepy ass uh, paparazzi started following yeah. them around, which we need laws again to prohibit because that's stalking. It's that's stalking. just straight up stalking. It's stalking to profit. Yes, yes. It's terrible. Speaking of stalking, uh, Kelly Clarkson has a creep, some dude named Victor Fernandez, who showed up at her home on Thanksgiving, pulled a semi truck, like a, the the cab of a semi, didn't have the okay. trailer behind it, and started looking over her gate. He returned two more times on Thanksgiving, oh. once in the semi, later on on foot, ringing the doorbell, claiming that he was there to see Kelly. Dude, Security this. spoke with him, denying him entry. He got irritated and confused. And replied, this is the second time she has done this, unless I'm speaking to a scammer or something. She's asking a judge to keep him at least 100 yards away from her home, her car, her job, her kid's school, and child care, all that 100%. stuff. But 100%. And 100 it, yards it, is not enough. I, We in this country basically let our, uh, you know, if you're a public figure, to get a restraining order, they have to do crazy crazy stuff even if you're not a public figure to get a restraining order is way too hard in this country and way too many people are either harassed or their lives are put in danger or killed because of stalkers like this and here's the thing kelly clarkson sweetheart she does not need this kind of drama she's got some bootleg ass ex-husband trying to steal her ranch and that divorce you know she's just out here trying to like earn money and she's got to deal with all of this Grant that woman a restraining order. Dan Reynolds, lead singer of Imagine Dragons, and Minka Kelly, probably best known from her role on Friday Night Lights, definitely a thing. So we knew that they went out to dinner, and you're like, well, maybe they're just friends. No, they're like all cuddled up at Disneyland together. And I, Dude, you're not going to Disneyland unless with anybody unless who, you're, serious, right? who you are serious with. you got to be serious but to we go have, to Disneyland. To be fair, we have, you and I have seen with our own eyes, Dan Reynolds at Disneyland. So he does seem he does, to yeah. like Disneyland. He does, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm good for them. I hope they're happy. Uh, and finally, you and I, big fans of White Lotus, dude. I am so sad that, that it is season two is wrapped up. Yeah, me too. That was like but the I, show on Sunday nights that I would would be so excited to watch. But I'm here for the memes. The memes have been uh-huh. so good. Like since the uh, season finale of uh, White Lotus season two, I that's kind of kept me going this past week. Uh, so there's four different Golden Globe nominations, all very deserved. So Jennifer Coolidge for her role as Tanya. Of course. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, who played Dude, Harper on the series. She, I, I'm a big fan of Aubrey Plaza, uh-huh. uh, and she made me hate that character so yeah. much, Yeah, uh, which is a good... I mean, it's... It, I, I, you don't know if these things are good or bad for their careers, because obviously Aubrey Plaza's been... Uh, she's very famous. But this is a—I mean—the the critical acclaim that this show is is getting and that she is getting in here. But when you play a bad character, think about like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, there's no coming it can, back. It, from can, it. It, can, it can kind of ruin your career in a, in a way if you are so unlikable in that role. And F. Murray Abraham, who is awesome, Bert, the patriarch of the family, nominated in the male category. Then it also picked up a nomination uh, for best television limited series, which I absolutely think it should win here are some of the uh, the ratings the show's season finale drew a series high for first night viewership 4.1 million people which is high for hbo it, that's incredibly yeah, high especially for, for like a non game of thrones style right this is series. like a niche thing yeah. this is only season number it's two starting to catch on i feel yeah like i feel like we're doing our part dave spreading the gospel if you haven't watched white lotus yet do it yeah it's amazing this is david mahoney 
You know the songs. But do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. I get it because they're cover songs. Chris is joining us this morning for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Chris? I'm good. How you doing? Good. So the way this game works is our producer, Jordan, has scoured the depths of YouTube to try to find some interesting cover songs. And I will say he did a pretty good job today. A lot of these are interesting, to say the least. Um, you've got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You've got to get three out of the five correct in order to win today. And you can tag Mahoney in on a couple of them. And by a couple, I mean two, because normally Audrey is here. She'll be back tomorrow. Uh, so Mahoney can help you out twice. Uh, but that's all the help that you're going to get today, okay? All right. All right. If you get the artist or the song, you get a half point. If you get the artist and the song, you get a full point. Here we go with the first one. Again, 30 seconds on the clock. And my guess is that this one is probably the toughest one out of the gate. So good luck to you. It's got 485 views from Acoustically Toned. All right. That's 30 seconds right there, and Ooh, that I hated quick. that. <laughs> that went real quick. Mahoney, you have a confused look on your yeah. face. So. Let's not go to me for this one. Chris, I do, don't know. Do yeah, you know that, sounded, that sounded horrible. I have no clue what that is. Okay, we're just going to go with a big miss on that one. That was Comatose <laughs> yeah. by Skillet. Jordan, <laughs> what are you doing? How was he supposed to get Comatose Skillet? by Skillet? You love Skillet. I don't love. I Nobody love breakfast loves skillets. skillets. Oh yeah, I do love. I love breakfast, breakfast skillets, skillets yeah. but the band skillet, they're fine. <laughs> okay, so big swing and a miss on that one. No problem. We still have got four more. Okay, uh, and Mahoney is available as a lifeline on at least two of them. All right, so here we go. This next one is from a dude named TJ. It's got three hundred and twenty-three views. Good luck. Under the surface, I don't know what you're expecting of me. But under the pressure of walking in your shoes Got it in the Akutau, just got it in the Akutau Every step that I take is another mistake to you Got it in the Akutau, just got it in the Akutau And every second I waste is more than I can take And I'm going to go make that 324 views, I like that one Alright, Chris, what do we got, anything? Okay they all sound the same, but Lincoln Park in the end? Uh, it's Lincoln Park. It's Is it not in the end? Because that's what I was going to guess. Uh, really, uh, uh, what are some other Lincoln Park songs? It is Lincoln Park, though, so you get well, a half hold on, point he on can that. Help me. I can help him, maybe. Oh, you can? Okay. I'm trying to think. What other song? Well, nah, they all come so far. Yeah, I thought that was in the end, too. Matter. Yeah, let's just skip it. We got half a point. <laughs> half point. Numb. Numb. Half well, point. whatever. Yeah, they all sound the same. They all literally... Them and Nirvana. Okay. Every song sounds the same. All right, so we got a half point on that one. We got three more to go. Half point, all right. Yeah, you get a half point. All right, here we go. On to the third one, and this third one, 261 views from Maxime Morin. Is she a country artist? Well, let's just listen. Send a message to the unborn child To keep your eyes open for a while In 
Mahoney's got kind Mahoney, of a... what you got, man? Dude, is that is that Metallica Unforgiven? No. Is that Metallica? No. Staring down the barrel of a something. Oh, it's Shine Down 45. All right, there we go. Okay. Go. Okay. Thanks, Full point. Jesus. <laughs> what, Jordan, what are you what are you doing? Okay. These are the these this is maybe the worst selection of songs okay. we've ever had. If Mahoney doesn't know it, it's automatically the worst. All Chris, right. Chris agrees. Are these not a horrible selection, Chris? That's pretty rough. All right. All right. This, this next one is from SDV Music. 168 views on this bad boy. 30 seconds. Blood on a marble wall. I like the way they are. Scream, tell me which one is worse. Living or dying first. Sleeping inside a hearse. I don't dream. That's 30 seconds right there. That's so creepy. Um, Mahoney, you got, can you help me again? Am I done with that? <laughs> Dude, this, I'm I mean, just going to let him help you on all of them at this point. You, this, these are trash. <laughs> You're trash. I am not trash. I mean, is, that's, uh, is that Billie Eilish? Oh, yeah. You know, yes, it we, is. Can we name a Billie Eilish song? Billie Eilish, really? I mean, I can't. <laughs> what? Okay, all right, we get a half one. Half one. I'm guessing Chris can't help because he said Billie Eilish, really? Yeah. I mean, uh, you both... should see me in a crown. Sure, because yeah. we would have gotten that. Okay. All right. So I mean, maybe guys, Audrey, if she was here today, would have gotten that. You guys, you ha- you have you have two points. So we won. No, you have to get a full point like on we this won. last one because everybody else is lost listening to but, these horrible songs. Okay. This is this is there's no lyrics on this one, so it's going to be a little tricky. It's it's on a stylophone. Do you know what that is? I don't know what a stylophone is. A stylophone is this little guy. So I'm sure. Oh, I do know what a stylophone is. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like basically kind of like what makes uh, music box music kind of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, This one has 2.2 million views. All right, so this is something easily sortably popular. Very the one of the most popular ones, if not the most popular that we've ever played on Cover Your Ears. Okay, here we go. Thirty seconds for the win or the loss. Time to find out. Thirty seconds. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm right there with Let's you, man. That's a rough, goes, rough doo, game doo, today, doo, Jordan. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, is that uh, is that Metallica? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Like a Metallica. It, it, I mean, can we hear? Can, just let me hear a little bit more. Sure. Yeah, I'll play some more for you. <laughs> Okay. Do you know it for the win? Is that one? 
No. What? What yeah. is that? What, no, it's uh. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> oh, let's. Come on, dogs. Come on, guys. Sound, sound the same. Now. Oh God. Come on, master of puppets. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Jesus Christ! Put a bullet in this game. <laughs> You guys won. That was oh, so, such a clean victory. Call or text us at 833 yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Mahoney is in a battle royale with his wife, and it comes down to the thermostat. Now, there's some people who say, look, I'm going to make a hard play that I control the thermostat in the house. Other people are fine with sort of... Uh, being the Switzerland, like, hey, let's both just try to find the happy medium. Other people demand control, and Mahoney's wife is in that group. She has a firm grasp on how hot it gets in the summer because I, I think I'm in a, a you know this is not a uh, this is not healthy, Dave. I it think is this not. is my wife coming for me. It sure is. So during the summer, she refuses to turn the air conditioning on. So you tell me that regularly, the inside of your house during the summer months. Is eighty plus degrees, which yeah. would drive me crazy. Yeah, we hate, hate that. It never goes. I mean, the coolest we can set it to in the summer is like seventy eight. Why? What, is it, is I, the is thinking just, here like being I frugal and saving money? So I have no problem during the summer time when we leave the house or nobody's there, not having the air conditioning on. I think that's fine. We save a fair amount of money not keeping the air on sure. at all times because if we're out of the house, all of that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when we are, like, at night, I get so hot at night because we keep the house at damn near 80 in the summer. In the wintertime, it's the exact opposite of that. You haven't had the conversation with her? Like, what is her thinking? She just, this is, she likes it cold. It's it's literally the opposite of what I want. Like, in the winter, she wants it cold. In the summer, she wants it hot. And for me... I would love for it to be, I could, if we could just settle on 75, 76 year round, I would be, I I would be. Does she realize that the the ability to control the temperature of our environment around us, whether it's in our homes, in our workplaces, in our, our vehicles is one of without question, the greatest inventions of modern history. Yeah. It is the thing that has propelled humanity to where it is today and we're in a climate control (laughs) i mean if for real it is and so i don't know what it is and and so sometimes at night i have the nest app on my phone you'll adjust it and i will adjust it but she is such a kind of not fickle but sensitive sleeper that when the heat kicks on at night She'll feel it. She feels it, and, and she can get hear up. it, and then she gets mad at me because it woke her up as well. But I'm so well, cold. You, you I'm should, freezing in this house. You I'm should like tell a, her that if she just allowed you to turn the heat on before she went to sleep, you wouldn't have to do this. I mean, she sleeps in basically a sweatsuit, like a sw- like a, like a like a sweat. Uh, you know, like a what? What do you call those? Like sweatpants and a sweat top. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, like a like, like she's Rocky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it, it's like in the bed. And what? I like to what? sleep with. You know, I prefer to have maybe just boxers on. Maybe or maybe. just totally in the nude. 
But she's like, why don't you just put on more clothes when you get into bed? You shouldn't have to bundle up to get into bed if you're sleeping inside. Like a parka. I don't need to wear a parka. under. Like I'm under three sheets of, uh, you know, bedding. Yeah, sure. I've got a, 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 a corn bag that I put in the microwave for four minutes. You f- That's, <laughs> that like, and you just use that for heat? Dude, just to try to stay that warm. That is preposterous, but it, man. But the heat you got to control of that. your house. I, dude, Get I, your house in order, I, man. I, I've been having this conversation for 10 years now. And I it, it, there's just no... I feel like there's just no uh, happy medium. This might be irreconcilable differences, man. I'm so cold. This is Dave. insane. I'm so cold at I'm night. I'm so sorry. I just I, I don't know how to handle you it. You want me to come over and cuddle you? Because yes, I will. Please. This is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. Eight three three Yo Dummy. Now the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. It was the wildest dream that you remember. Message deleted. I mean, I dreamt I murdered a dude the other day. I mean, it was a couple, Just it was like a couple months ago, yeah. but like that was probably it. I don't know. I don't have wild dreams. Just I, don't. It, yeah, if I do, I don't remember that money. I'm getting chased by a giant spider. I remember that one time because I don't like giant spiders. Yeah, I don't ever have like dreams that I'm like super successful or I'm hooking up <laughs> with coworkers with... or anything. No, no, no? Uh-huh. I don't think I've. Maybe I've had a, like a, a sexy time dream about me, a coworker once. Was maybe it me? was it me? No, it no. was not you. I don't think. Maybe unless you grew your hair out, <laughs> which you know, it would look good. It would. Look so you good. don't you don't remember their face? So that tells us something about how you're hooking up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I know they say that, you know, I know certain people, my wife, her, she dreams every night. Every night. Vivid, crazy. To the point where she'll get mad at you. Yeah, 100%. If, if she dreams that you're hooking up with somebody else. Not Sometimes, but yeah. Or just, I was just being my normal self. <laughs> just existing and she's yeah, pissed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Is what it is. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, guys. What is your love anthem? For you and your wives, ever since you met, mine is song Thank You by Zeppelin that was remade by Duran Duran. Thanks, Spike. Message deleted. The love anthem for my wife and I is just your voicemails on loop, Mary, because every time you call, mm, gets me in the mood. My wife finds it weird, but she appreciates it. She understands. You, you and your wife don't have a song? For real? I mean, no, like a song, like or like had, an like album a, or something like that. Yeah, like you know, whatever that. Like do you, Ed Sheeran song is like the, our first dance at the wedding, but we don't have like a song. No, I mean you don't. I don't know. I mean, because I think about dating my wife when I was when we first started dating. One of the things I always liked to do, I uh, I would send her albums, like music, you know, kind of before like Apple Music flirt. and Spotify yeah. were away. So this is kind of like the 2011. Uh, version of burning a uh, a mix CD, and I I sent her uh, one of the, one of my favorite albums today. Still, it came out in 2010. It's the Fits in the Tantrums first album called Picking Up the Pieces, which is not like any of their other stuff. It's way more soulful, and that's I love that like neo soul like Motown style sound. And that album had it, and so there's a song called uh, L O V that's 
awesome on there and uh, Breaking the Chains of Love, that whole album. So anytime we hear any of those songs off of that album that... It reminds you of the... the like the early on. Beginning times. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. It's cute. You know, like songs don't take you back to like when you first met your wife, like songs so, that were like popular that year. I'm not like an overly romantic person when it comes to that, but mm-hmm. uh, there is definitely something for us with the kids. Yeah. You know, like I distinctly remembered the song, again, Ed Sheeran, uh, Tenerife C was playing when my first daughter was born, and so that has become a significant song for us. And then they actually have little songs because we searched out like songs with our kids' names in them that okay. our kids love hearing. Like yeah. there's some random band called the Night Vi or something that has a song called Sienna that that we enjoy. And then who is it? like One Direction or something has a song called Olivia, and then there's... Dude, I feel King like the Duke. Lumineers have a song with a woman's name. Yeah, yeah. Just every woman's name that's ever been <laughs> Ophelia made. Ophelia. And- <laughs> it's good thought. Good yeah. thought. Please leave a message after the tone. With a five grand buy-in, would you play a four-player game of Monopoly that uses real money? Message deleted. Ooh, five grand buy-in is pretty steep. Dude, I mean... How good are the players that I'm playing against? Like, if these are pros, no is there, way. Is there, like, a lot of skill involved in Monopoly? I, mean, I feel like there's some level of it, but there's also a lot of luck. There's a lot of luck, but there's also negotiation that goes in. I mean, they have the World Monopoly Championships. Our friend uh, BJ, he's a he's a big-time board game player. I think he's been in the World Monopoly Championships. <laughs> really? Before. Oh, yeah. He's got, like, a whole podcast dedicated to board games. Nerds! 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 Hey, man, everybody's got a hobby. Um, <laughs> 5Gs is a lot. I feel like playing Monopoly with real money would could lead to some real quick violence, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like somebody is getting shot, yep. for sure. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Dave and Mahoney present the dumbest game on the radio. The super stupid spelling bee. Chaz is joining us this morning for a round of the Super Stupid Spelling Bee. Chaz, are you confident? Do you think you can take Mahoney down today by spelling simple 6th and 7th grade words? Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Uh, I think that you can as well. Uh, Mahoney, you are famously terrible at this game, so uh, hopefully Chaz is... It's not my fault. I grew up in a household (laughs) with a computer Mm -hmm. early on. I've had spell check with WordPerfect since 1987. We'll go double elimination on this one. Mahoney, you're up first. Your first word is weary. Weary? Mm-hmm. Like, I am tired. I am weary. W-E-A-R-Y. That is correct. Mahoney's on the board with one point. Well done. Chaz, your first word is avalanche. Oof. Avalanche. A-V-A-L-A-N-C-H-E. Well, big brains on chairs. Okay. Mahoney, your next word is asthma. Oh, boy. <laughs> asthma. A S T H M A. Yeah. Good. That is correct. Uh, Chaz, your next word is raspberry. Oof. Raspberry. R-A-S-P-B-E-R-R-Y. Very nice. The P is tricky. Mahoney, your next word is moisten. Moisten? Moisten. Is that a real word? Yes. Moisten? Yeah. M-O- yeah, like the sauce, right? What? <laughs> moisten. <laughs> M-O-I-S-T. 
T-E-N. Yeah. Doing great. All right, Chaz, up next to close out the sixth grade words, innocent. He finally took the turn. Innocent. I-N-N-O-C-E-N-T. The ease that Chaz is flying through these words really does showcase how stupid we are when we play this game against each other. <laughs> He's driving, too. I know. That's I my know. favorite part. <laughs> All right, Mahoney, your next word is going to seventh grade words here. Scheme. Scheme? Mm-hmm. S-C-H-E-M-E. There you go. Chaz, your next word is knitting. Oh. Knitting. K-N-I-T-T-I-N-G. Easy breezy. Mahoney, your next word is compressor. C-O-M-P-R-E-S-S-O-R. Doing great, guys. Chaz? Amazing. Not a single one wrong so far. Chaz, your next word is sophomore. Sophomore. S-O-P-H-O-M-O-R-E. Okay. We're going to have to go to the sudden death. So here's how this works. I'm going to give you the word. If you think you know the correct answer, ring in. If you ring in, you get the first crack at it. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, the other person automatically wins without having to spell anything. So play your cards how you will, but ring in by saying your name. If you if you want to take a crack at it, first one to ring in gets the first opportunity. Are you both ready? Yes. Cool. All right, here we go. Final word is accommodate. Chaz. Chaz for the win. Here we go. Accommodate. A-C-C-O. A-C-C-M, I'm sorry, A-C-C-O-M-A-D-T. Jeez, I'm messing this up. A-C-C-O-M-O-D-A-T-E. You sure about that? (laughs) Come on, come on, come on, man. Give another crack, Chaz. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Another crack at it. So, mm, so close. Mm. <laughs> All right, I'll have to give another shot at it. Okay. What what A- melts in your hand? Huh? A C C O M M O D A T E. There you go. Oh, boy, that was a close one. Well done. Thank you for playing today, man. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I am sorry to say that we have missed it yet again. What's that, Dave? The world's largest furry convention took place in Rosemount, Illinois. Do we know where that is? It's in Illinois. I mean... Yeah, but is it like near Chicago? <laughs> is it? I don't know. I'm looking at it. Ro- Rosemont, Illinois. Uh, it's, it's, I guess, home of the world's largest furry convention. It is the Midwest Fur Fest. It welcomed thousands of participants. Dude, that's from the only reason countries. they had it in the Midwest is so they could ride. Uh, Rosemont's the suburb of uh, Chicago. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, so okay. basically in Chicago. Got it. Uh, the majority of the furry friendships are manifested online, and then the people all get together. If you're not familiar with furries, uh, people dress up in costume, and there is definitely like a sexual nature for to some people. For some people, not all, but some. Would you? Would you hook up with a girl if she was dressed like a chipmunk? 
depends on how hot she was. Yeah. How hot's that chipmunk costume, too? <laughs> you know, I mean, like, is it a sexy chipmunk can costume? You, can you get, like, extra, extra large lingerie and, like, put that on your furry costume? I, mean, I like I like the idea because, you know, as I've gotten older, I've become way more accepting of stuff that I just, you know, it's out of my realm. You of, don't understand it. You would never do it. But you're like, hey, if it makes you happy, man, and you're not hurting anyone, whatever. You know, if you but, want to dress up like a squirrel and bang another squirrel. No, but I watched a couple okay. documentaries on furries and a couple other things, too, and... You know, it's like a lot of the people feel that they're able to be themselves. And I feel like there's a lot of people who can never truly be themselves. And if you can be more of who you are uh, because you've got, like, uh, you know, social anxiety or whatever. I feel like, for me, at least, when I was younger and maybe even now, I mean, who knows if I was single, I would I'm, – I'm way more comfortable, like – You would dress up in a no, fur No, no, no. Oh, I'm saying I'm oh. way more comfortable with, like, a barrier to entry, like – early on like texting or phone calls mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like emails or you know like you're not the sort of guy on. that's gonna feel comfortable like like going to a bar walking up to a chick at a bar and trying I, i've never your never shot. i've very rarely ever been able to pull that off successfully so like having that like i understand having that like like whatever medium it is between you and somebody else and being able to like communicate in a more comfortable way because it feels like it it's it's not as devastating when you get rejected uh, producer Jordan, would you ever entertain the idea of going to a furry convention? I wouldn't mind going, but I wouldn't dress up. You wouldn't dress up. Why? Why not? What's What's your problem with dressing up? I don't know. I'm just not One, a fan of getting the costumes. a costume for somebody plus, who's six foot nine. Yeah, those things is, are like fifteen hundred to like five thousand. I mean, okay. you're gonna have to pay if, extra for extra fabric. Yeah. What if What if I uh, started to go fund me to pay for your costume? Is it the cost that, that that's the barrier, or is it that you? Just wouldn't feel comfortable dressed up like a, a gigantic possum. I would say it's more more of the cost. You think he would be a possum? No. What would what? you be? He'd um, be a wolf. A wolf? I think he'd be a wolf. Like his alter ego is just like this ferocious producer Jordan. Yeah. What, 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 what would your alter, your furry alter ego be, Jordan? It's, uh, it is a wolf cat. A wolf cat. Oh wait, so you you mix. already hang on, yes. you already have it, you already <laughs> yes. have it chosen. Yes, you're already a wolf cat. What yes. is a? It's also, just a mix. There's there's like uh, when when you know your mind can just be whatever you want to be. It's just hey, mix mix mix. Uh, not race, <laughs> mix species, man. Okay, I would be yeah. an armadillo. An armadillo. I would be an armadillo, and then when stuff would get sexy, I would ha- I put out my own line of like sex toys, and I would have armadillos. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. Eight three three yo dummy. Now the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What would you say separates funny from cringe? And how do you know if you're actually funny or people are laughing at how cringe you are? Message deleted. I think there's a lot of cross-section between the two because comedy, for the most part, is subjective, right? And so sure. when you're doing something that is funny, some people are going to be like, eh, not into it at all. There's some exceptions to the rule. And I think that once somebody gets deemed as funny, that makes a lot of the stuff that they do even funnier. Like Chris Farley could literally back in the day just be standing there and it would be funny because you associated him with being hilarious. And he was hilarious. Keenan Thompson, I think, is the same way. 
He does. He just has to give you a look. Yeah, just and, just stand there in like a little smirk, and, and it's ho- and it's hilarious. I, I think but there's other thing. people who try so hard, and it's just whatever they do, it's not funny. Well, there's also cringe culture that you know. I don't know if you follow uh, Tom Segura and Christina P, his wife. She has a she curates a TikTok feed mm-hmm. and her Instagram feed of just like the most cringe. And there's these people on TikTok who get hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of views. And they, like, lean into it, but they don't understand why they do it. And so it's just like you're watching a train wreck. Yeah. I mean, just having Mm self-awareness of that. But I'm – I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because sometimes I like seeing this crazy stuff. But then I also feel like if you're not in on the joke, like, is that mean? And we try not not to do anything. No, man. Like, if people people are putting it out there – that's the that's the risk that you take. I mean, we on this radio show take a lot of swings and there's a lot of misses. Sure, and that's what sh- happens when you do radio. <laughs> it's three hundred sixty five days a year. There's not a room around. We don't rehearse. We're, yeah, we're just trying to see sure. if we can come up with something funny. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But I think that most of the people that listen to this show kind of get that too, yeah. right? Like we're all in on it together. We all want it to be funny, and then when it's not, wow. that's funny. Just in a I just way. want it to be interesting. Yeah. And to pay well. Please leave a message after the tone. I'm going to say it. Eggs Benedict is overrated. Hollandaise isn't so great that, that, that it's worth the price. And, and I'm still hungry after eating it. Message deleted. So I'll give you that much. Uh, when I eat Eggs Benedict, I traditionally am still hungry after I eat it. Much like when I eat sushi. Maybe not in the moment, but very shortly after you eat sushi, like it just doesn't sit. But uh, eggs themselves, the single greatest food source ever created. So forgive Driving me. Driving eggs for me, all the best. You don't know what eggs Benedict are? Is that with the muffin? Yeah, it's an English muffin, slice of ham. It's basically like a poached egg. It's and a po- then it, it, yeah, hollandaise sauce. And right? hollandaise sauce. That's and the only kind of like that's that and like scrambled eggs filled with tons of peppers. Or you can cheese. do like I could eat that. You can do it like an omelet if it's full of yeah. the stuff that you yeah, want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you can't eat straight eggs. I cannot. I, just, I mean, dude, I'll, I'll eat them any way. You can scramble them. They can be, dude. like, not even over easy. Like, just sunny side up, like, half goo. I'll, oh, yeah. You and my dip, wife, I, I swear to God, Ooh. like, you and my wife are essential. I mean, which makes a lot of sense because, you know. It's the two people that you spend the most time around. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you two are so alike. We were at Costco the other day. Uh-huh. And my wife was like, do we need, should I get more eggs? Oh, yes. The and we have yes. three more, we have fifty eggs at our house. Perfect. You need more, and that's what she said. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, how many? How many do we have? She has like fifty. She's like, ah, I should, you know, probably get some more because obviously the holidays coming up and all that stuff. And I don't know, that's prime. My, that's prime egg eating time. Hell yeah. And I'm like, we have fifty eggs at our house. She yeah. poaches three eggs for breakfast, three whole eggs, mm-hmm. and then does three for lunch Oof. and three for dinner, dude. Every I mean, day I, I on, on top of everything plan. else. That sounds wonderful. Like, that is nine eggs a day. Dude, my my wife made, or maybe it was my mother in law that made them, but made like deviled eggs for Thanksgiving. Okay, I swear I ate half the tray. I've never eaten a deviled egg in my life. Oh my, it's amazing. I won't. Well, because you don't like mayonnaise either. I don't like mayo either. What the hell's wrong with you, man? I'm, I, dude. I have the palate of a thirteen year old. <laughs> I mean, like literally. I love fast food. Like I could eat the hell out of some Chef Boyardee old school crap. Like I, I just. I don't know what it is because that's just what I grew up on in St. Louis. You know, I ate the hell out of all of that, so I, I have an affinity for it. 
And you give me, you know, the fact that I'm a, a, a functioning adult when I go grocery shopping, my wife's like, this looks like if you gave a nine-year-old a $100 bill and told him to go shopping. I That's what it, you man. come home with. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I can't believe you've never had a deviled egg in your entire life. They, do they, they just, no, I can't do it. I mean, because you get not only the the wonderful protein of a of an egg, but you also, you know, you get that that savory, that it's a, the perfect mix. Dude, the the whites the, of the eggs freak me out. It's the egg yolk mixed with some mayonnaise. You add just a little bit of sugar in there as well. That's, Ooh, that's all the things I hate, And then Dave. some pepperons. Oh, man. So good. I have to pass. I'm I, missing out. More for you, though. More oh, for I my know. wife. I know. I, I might rob your house just so I can get that egg stash, man. My wife's got a lady, a friend of hers, who's delivering her like fresh chicken eggs too. She does. She got a. She, she got an she, egg she, lady. She, she got a. She got an egg dealer, man. Miss my my wife. Her cousin has like a chicken chicken coop. Yeah, and so she'll like get us the and the, the eggs are delicious. Yeah, they are. But she says they're much better. They, they are very very tasty. You, you can definitely tell the difference, but they kind of freak me out. Like when the feathers are still on them. And then, like, when you crack them, sometimes, like, you get a little... A little, little half chicken in there? Well, not a half chicken, <laughs> no, but, like, a little blood, and then you're like, oh, man, I'm really just, like, wolfing down an embryo here, aren't I? Your fault for being so tasty, man. Yep. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Lots of unrest in our homes. I tell you what, Mahoney has been in this battle with his wife over the thermostat, and it's a battle that he has kept losing time and time again. Meanwhile, producer Jordan is also in the middle of a battle right now, and this is with his roommate, and it has to do with the dreaded dishes conversation. Uh-huh. I feel like this is something that comes up for all roommates. But At some point, yeah. It, uh, it hit ahead just yesterday. Yeah, so we have a like board on our fridge that everyone has a little check mark when it's their turn to do each chore. So that wouldn't you just like put a check mark next to somebody else's name when it was your turn? <laughs> we're we're nice and honest. All of us are friends. Like we're actually all really good friends. How long have um, you been in this place with your roommates? Uh, this new place, we are going on three years. And how long have you known these guys? Uh, since high school. So oh, so a long time. A now. long time. Okay. Yeah. okay. And there's three of you. Is that right? Uh, yeah, three of us total. Okay. And um, so what happened? So the one that wasn't in the argument, it was his turn to do dishes. Um, and we just recently had my birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there were some dishes in the sink. <laughs> Jordan, you are so peak innocent. It's just, it gets me, man. So what, what did you guys do for your birthday party? Uh, we, okay, so we grilled, had some dinner, uh-huh. just, you know, meats, mashed potatoes, uh, and booze, lots of booze. Lots of booze. Okay. So do they, do they, uh, do they treat you like, did they're like, why don't you just sit on the couch and relax while we whip you up some mashed potatoes and a steak? Uh, so my good friend Guillermo was the grill master, mm-hmm. and I made the mashed potatoes, and then we just chilled and played games. Played games and drank. Okay, that's, yeah. that's fun. Sounds like a good, yeah, that's nice good way to spend your 29th birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fun. So the dishes um, are, so there's dishes sitting in the sink now, and what's the issue? Uh, so they were piled a bit high, but a lot of them in my, like when I saw them, it's like, it's just big pots and pans and stuff, stuff that's easily moved. So if you need access to the sink, you can just move them off to the counter and you're fine. Um, and he was having the internal dilemma of he wanted to cook himself a healthy meal, but there were too many dishes in the sink. Oh, my. <laughs> and um, I we got in a, in a disagreement of, hey, all you have to do is take the extra five seconds of pick it up, put it over, you're good, use the sink, whatever you want. 
Um, and yeah, it got it got a, not heated. We we after being known to that <laughs> for about fifteen years have never actually like been angry with each other or argued. It's just di- disagreements. This and, was the first time you guys have ever had an argument in fifteen years. Well, I wouldn't. It wasn't. I wouldn't even call this like an argument. It's just we get heated. <laughs> and yeah, and so he finally got off his butt, went downstairs, and moved the dishes because he was just upset and too hungry because he wanted to take me out for a birthday meal on my actual birthday. Wait, he? What kind of friends do you have, man? So he he wanted and, to take you out for a birthday meal after you guys have already had a, a birthday yeah, celebration together because it was on my actual birthday. Where was he going to take you? Uh, I Please no, tell me it was like the play place at McDonald's. No, I have no clue because he uh, he he wanted just to, to decide together, but it was very last minute. And as Mahoney knows, I decided on a place to go get a meal after the show yesterday for my birthday. So I had my food, and he was upset because now he had to cook his own dinner instead of take me out because he was too lazy to move the dish. Let me ask you this about the dynamic inside of your house. Yes. Why do you do have dishes as like weekly chores why don't you just have whoever makes whatever dirty clean whatever it is that is dirty so you're saying that everyone just leaves the dishes in the sink that uses them and then one person who's ever turned it is does all the dishes yes yeah, so why doesn't everyone just do all that's the, great that's, dishes? that feels like chaos to me Dave. Th- i mean it's pandemonium because <laughs> I'd be like, I didn't leave this many dishes for you when it I was. I don't like. I'm it, not a dishes guy. I'm like, I'm a, I, I, I buy paper plates so, and eat, eat pretty much everything <laughs> that's just disposable because I don't want to do dishes. Yeah, so he's so a smart guy. We we do have a lot of paper plates and stuff that get used, but every now and again with certain foods, you just want you need a bigger bowl, something that's not Dude, paper. You're, you're, this is a recipe for resentment. Yeah, it really is. It's, you need to. It's been have a household meeting. You say it's working, but then you you you've got dishes that are sitting in there. Uh, one of your roommates is hangry, dude. You got You need to sit down and, and say, you stood hey. him up in a, in a very roundabout way for a birthday dinner that he wanted to take you to. Yeah, on on a hey it was on last accident. Minute. Sure, it was, it was an accident. It always minute. starts out as an accident. It's Next thing you know, minute. but yeah, um, no, I I think it's been working six years now, and we're we're fine. He he just needed to go. He. Actually, after he finally went and made his meal, sent me a message saying, you are right. I was just too lazy to do it, and I had to get past this mental block. Nah, man, I'm planting a seed right now in your house. I'm going to be an agent of chaos mm-hmm. uh, because somebody in that household is cleaning way more dishes than they are making dirty. And I, I want that resentment to fester. I want the evil to flow through <laughs> you. Because now every time you're going to look at that sink, you're going to be like, I, I did one of those. All the rest... These guys. It was. It's. It's usually me that does the most dishes. I usually don't cook. I'm lazy. I eat out. And, and you don't feel any resentment? No. Yet? Not yet. Why don't you come over my house and do some dishes then? If you're if you're feeling in this dishes mood, will you take me out for a bang bang? Yeah, I'll, I'll take you out to lunch. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Money is no object. Any sort of work. Mahoney's like, sure, I'll pay you. Come on over, buddy. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. There is some criminals out there, Mahoney, that are such masterminds. I am shocked when they get caught, and this guy definitely on that list. What happened now, Dave? A 40-year-old by the name of Jason Ryan Hardy was under investigation after a delivery service in California reported a suspicious package 
officers searched the package and they found. I've had some uh, people report that about me. Suspicious package. Yeah. yeah. And then they did they also search the package and found not that suspicious. Uh, they marked and returned to sender. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually part of this story. Uh, they found in this particular package. 18 pounds of methamphetamine. That's a lot of meth to be shipping through, uh, was it the USPS or was it like a courier service? Uh, No, it was through USPS and employees told authorities that the package had a return address on it. They actually put their own return address on there? Put his own address on it. Dude, put your neighbors on there. (laughs) For real, man. Jason Ryan Hardy or whatever his name was. That's exactly right. Uh, Three days later, Jason called to ask about the package. And gave his real name in the process, along with his phone number and email. He has since been sentenced to 10 years in federal prison. <laughs> 10 years? Jesus. I mean, sure. idiot, you dumb meth head. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just surprised that he knew how to properly label a package. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of packages, this is a little bit different, but same. Uh, police say that a man who was unhappy that he was kicked out of a restaurant for being belligerent decided that he was going to protest being kicked out of this restaurant by dropping his pants on the sidewalk and exposing himself to those eating outside. His name is Todd, because of course it is. Uh, he didn't just drop and run. He decided that he was going to start performing some acrobatics and a musical number. Officers spoke with the victim. A musical who said, number with his pants down. Uh, yeah, was he Todd, using his junk as a guitar? It's exactly what he was doing. He, the, he was twirling his junk in a circular motion and then started strumming it like a guitar, they said. So he was helicoptering. <laughs> Helicopter to air guitar. <laughs> oh, boy. Or if he wasn't trimmed up, hair guitar, I guess. Oh. This is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Jordan, what would you say your favorite video games are, you know, that you would play if you had, a, you know, time? And what would you say your favorites are that you would play with friends, possibly? Thanks, bye. Message deleted. Jordan? Jordan, I believe that that voicemail was directed at you. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> um... I missed it. What are your oh. favorite video games? Oh, sorry. Um, lots of competitive games. Uh-huh. I, like, I really love winning. <laughs> um, especially that's why Call of Duty is a good game. Uh, and just something that's fast-paced. I can't... I, I don't like going slow. So, like, racing games, sports games aren't too bad. Um, shooting games, action games, all that. If you'd like, I mean, I know you missed the message. I could always play it again. Make it a little sexier. Throw some Mary on, Dave. Please leave a message after the tone. Jordan, what would you say your favorite video games are? You know that you would play if you had a you know time. And what would you say your favorites are that you would play with friends, possibly? Thanks, bye. Message deleted. There is only one correct answer here, and it is the games that we play with you, Mary, and the ones that you play with us. You seductive queen. I got a question yeah. about games. Yeah. Oh, let's well, say well, you're well, on a adult Mary. website. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then an ad out. pops up <laughs> on that said website. Yes, and it's for a game with of Mary? the adult nature. Yes. Has anybody in the history of the world ever downloaded and played those games? I am very Not curious. No chance. Uh, there is a 
there is a like I am just there is a morbid curiosity that exists inside of me. I'm like I kind of want to see yeah. Yeah. what it is, yeah. even though I know it's probably Chinese or Russian uh, malware. Yeah, but you're like okay, I do want to bang somebody as Marge Simpson. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna give it a go here. We'll just see what happens. They don't call her Large March for nothing, Dave. Oh, my goodness. Please leave a message after the tone. Do any of you plan on going skiing or snowboarding this winter season? Message deleted. Hell no. I am way <laughs> too old for either of those activities. I will go to a snowy region. And look and, at it. And only if you've got, like, a hot tub and, like, a fireplace and booze. Like, that's cool. But I'm not yeah, doing any no. outdoor snow-like activities. You want to go to, like, a lodge. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And, you know, you you, you got a fire. I love, like, that. that's one of the things I love. I love that about winter. That, um, like, having a fire going. I'm down for skiing, uh, snowboarding, not so much. You would still, you are still sure. at your current state. <laughs> what a, Thinking what, what that does, skiing is a good idea. What does that mean, at my current state? You fall, you're breaking something. <laughs> it's it's skiing, man. That's that's what I mean. Like snowboarding, you think, when you fall, like you if you catch that lip, like you eat it hard. Dude, skiing, like Sonny Bono, R.I.P. Yeah, but I ain't skiing like Sonny Bono was. I ain't, I ain't getting I ain't getting close to trees and stuff, man. <laughs> There's some people that are real adventurous skiers, and that's how you end up dying. I'm like, give me maybe a single black, maybe. But mostly like blues and greens and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, no, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for that. I've never been skiing or snowboarding. Of course, you haven't. But I feel like I'd be really good at snowboarding. No, you, you would, would not. not. You would. You do. You're <laughs> six foot nine. You lanky son of a bitch. What are you, you are talking uncoordinated. About? I, you are more uncoordinated I than to, I am. I used you, to skateboard all, skateboard all the time. You would go flying no, would down the side ass. of that mountain like a like the propeller came flying off a helicopter, just knocking what, everyone else down. What nobody tells you about <laughs> snowboarding. is... Is that like when you fall and you hit your tailbone, that sticks with you for like a month. Dude, I, I messed up my shoulder. I don't think it's ever been the same because I kept falling on the same shoulder over and well, over Well, that's why I'm again. asking about uh, skiing and two, you know? Yeah. Like, I just think at this point, your knees work, your joints are pretty good. You're saying don't mess it up. Yeah, that's why I vowed never to run or jump ever again. There's right. no need for me right. to ever be jumping ever again Fine. or Fine. doing Fine. activities like that i'll meet you in the lodge we'll have some whiskey you're listening to dave and mahoney this is the dave and mahoney this show is the dave and mahoney show i'm curious if it's all women of a certain age mahoney or if it's just our wives that do this with looking at houses that they know that we can't afford oh dude there we you and i were talking about this a couple weeks ago I'll catch my wife just sitting on the couch. Like, we're not house hunting. Like, I'll just walk by, and she's on the couch. She's sitting there, like, thumbing through excitedly houses that are, are like, $3 million. I'm like, why do you even look at that? All that's doing is makes you jealous. Makes you jealous and also not even come close to appreciating anything that we could afford. Yeah. Like, if if we could afford, let's let's call it a million-dollar house, which is a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a house. If we can afford a million-dollar house, and you're looking at three million-dollar houses, you're going to hate every million-dollar house that you find. You need to be crazy. looking at houses that are one-tenth of this yes, price that we have. Uh, yeah, no, my wife does something similar. And I we, we also do something together that we like to do. We like to go to 
new construction and look at like the model homes to get like design ideas, to get and design stuff. ideas and things it's like that. Fun. That's one yeah. of the things we we like to do on weekends. Man, uh, man, occasionally, it's the same thing with those model homes, though. Man, it's like you walk in and because you see like the advertising, they're like this 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 housing subdivision starts at four hundred and ninety nine. Then 000. you look at the model house, and then that's like literally twice the price. Exactly, You're because like, what, of all the upgrades and everything else. Can't that afford have all gone. this crap. But it's a, it's a good idea to like go in there and like steal ideas. That that's that's smart. That makes sense. Do you actually go to like open houses of people? No, no, no. We don't like go. We, so my wife has a weird phobia, I would say, about houses because you know when she she grew up, her dad built a new house for mm-hmm. her. You know, and not like they were rich or anything. He just wanted to make sure that like his daughter, you know, lived noble in a, thing. And yeah, that's great. Lived in a school, good school district mm-hmm. and got a got a good deal on a new house. Super. So important. when we got our house. 11 years ago, built it from a builder, and so it was a new house. Oh, so she also, wouldn't want to live in a house that somebody she else has like, lived in. She feels like that they have like a lot of funk and a lot of weird stuff that could go on in there, and that's like... My house is eleven years old. Well, she stays in hotels and stuff. But yeah, but you don't. Stuff li- happens but you hotels. don't live in a hotel. Okay. You're just there I- temporarily. So, like you know, you come over to my house. You were over my house not too long ago, and traditionally, if somebody comes into the house and we're going to walk into the living room on the carpet, we ask that our guests take their shoes off. Shoes off, yeah. And we still. So it's like we try to keep. We don't have a lot of stuff on the walls. A lot of people say your house looks like a model home. Because but we, that's kind of what you're going kind for. Kind of the aesthetic that we go for, the newer, cleaner, yeah. you know, and that the fact that the carpet is 11 years old. And it's held up well. And it's held yeah. up fairly well. So, yeah. you know, there is there there is some truth to it. So she doesn't, so we don't do the, uh, for us, we don't do the other, because other, we feel, you feel like other people's stuff is weird. You do? I do. Don't so, you think no, that, like, other whatever. people's stuff is weird? No. My stuff is my stuff, but your stuff is weird. Okay. No, I mean, I, I get why you think that, but not, not really. I mean, it, it, there's some people who are definitely weird, but not. I don't think everyone's stuff is weird. I think a lot of people's sense. stuff's weird, man. Yeah. Like, and thinking about the weird stuff that's gone on in a house, I didn't used to have this phobia, but it's it's kind of it's rubbed off on me okay. a little bit right. because of uh, her. Uh, well, so this is a uh, this has to do with an open house because I have a friend who's a realtor who says that when they do an open house, they'll get you know people that are genuinely genuinely interested, but then there's also a whole bunch of people that yeah. are like the neighbors just want to come over basically and like look around See, your that, house, oh, which so weird that that is weird. Yeah, um, I've done it, but it's weird. Uh, this is a situation that comes to us from Florida. Uh, a realtor went to go show her client's house, ended up having to call nine one one because when she got there, she saw somebody's car in the driveway and nobody else is supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. I assume that this was a vacant home. It had to be, right? You would think. Uh, and she noticed that there are two people uh, having sex in the pool. I know people who oh. have a fetish about doing it in houses that are like that. I mean, there's certainly like a category on the hub that is dedicated to that sort of real. thing. That's, That's not, not that. real, though. No, it's not real. It's all staged. But the deputies got called. They found the people behind the house. And sure enough, they were doing it. Uh, they also found that they were in possession of a bag of meth. So, so cool. Hold up. Yeah. I just want to know what's more impressive. Was it the police response time or was it their longevity? Because, like, you call the police. You see these people doing it. You call the police. Police show up and you're still They're doing still it? They're still doing it, yeah. Like, is it because, the, was it, was it a, you know, was it just because they were able to turn around? They were there in three minutes? Like, what, who, what are these people I, trying? I, I what are these meth heads trying to prove back there doing it in the pool? The woman said she didn't believe that they were doing anything wrong. And what makes the story even better is that her name is Victoria Colon. 
Oh, no. So we know how they were doing it now. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. (laughs) Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free. There's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine. Trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the Golden West Home means Nevada to me One more time now Home means Nevada to me 